Iowa everywhere. Chris Williams. Chris. Chris Hassel. Two guys named Chris. Presented by Fairway Meat and Grocery. From the Channel Seed Studios, this is Iowa Everywhere. Channel Seed. Seedsmanship at work. What's going on? Welcome to Two Guys Named Chris. Happy Monday, May 1st. We are presented, as always, by our friends at Fairway Meat and Grocery here live from the Channel Seed Studios. For those of us who are, for those of you taking the program in on the podcast network, great choice. I would highly encourage you to watch these on YouTube because Maddie Van Winks is doing such a good job with the production value. I think you'd really enjoy it. Hey, we're, we're glad to have you on the podcast feed as well. My name is Chris Williams. I'm joined, as always, by the one and only Chris Hassel, who's just been baking on the beaches of Florida all weekend long. It nah, is just breathing. one day. Just one day. I, I, we went out there on Saturday again. Did a little did a little run on the beach, man. If you want a good calf workout, you do a little run on the beach there, Chris. Where you where would you go? Sailorville, maybe. Head over to the Sailorville Reservoir, run on the beaches there. <laughs> I would go to Lake Pataka here in Bondurant. Lake Pataka. Even... Yeah. Mm, boy. Okay. They got some Never good fishing that in that lake, but uh, no, I don't. I don't really go to Sailorville much. Here's why. And I have nothing against it. I used to really like Sailorville. I used to camp there a lot. Yeah. It's all the city people have just invaded it now. It's just the city people? Yeah. Like the Des Moines it's just city too people? much. It's too much now. There's too many people. Like as Des Moines I've, has grown, like that place has become just completely overdone with humans. I am I'm, I'm good. I was at Sailorville one time. There was a I can't remember his name. There was a meteorologist from WOI who had like a little boat. And uh, we went out, I, I want to say it was like me and Dave Zabolinski, this meteorologist, and maybe one or two other people. And this guy, this guy was like kind of fishing. Like he'd pull over and he'd do a little fishing. And he caught this fish. And there's something in the back of the, I don't know much about boats or fishing, but there's something in the back of the boat where you could put the fish, you could put a little water in it or something. It's like a cooler. Kind of, yeah. Put put the fish in there while you go fish some more, but yeah. it didn't have a top you, on it or anything. And then you kill it later, and then you skin so, it, and yeah. Okay, so I'm in the boat. Dave is passed out in the front of the boat. This uh, this meteorologist guy is the one, the only one that's up and about. He's fishing, so he brings this fish back to the boat, and I, I'm sitting in the back of the boat, and he says to the fish. Okay, Mr. Fishy, we'll see if you can get out of here. Now, if you do, that's great. Oh, no. If not, I might eat you later. So he puts the fish in the back of the boat. Just this fish is flopping and flopping and flipping and flopping and slopping. I was trying to relax in the boat. This fish, it's keep, it's getting so close to getting out. Like, I mean, it's flopping up to the edge. It's like one little push, and it, 
it'll, it'll come out. It was going to get out eventually. I had had enough. I had had enough. Of this guy harassing the fish? Of this fish, this poor fish trying to get out. And it was, it was loud and sloppy. And I'm just trying to relax. So I grab the fish and I throw it back into the water. Good for you. Well, he comes back about 10 minutes after that. And he goes, where the fuck is my fish? <laughs> I said, well, I must have gotten out. He goes, there's no way. There's no way it got out. So he starts blaming. I think he blamed Dave's album because Dave, I think it was Dave. And I believe he was so drunk that he was like, he passed out and he didn't even know what he was doing. He couldn't remember anything. So he's like, Dave, you must have done it. You drunk son of a bitch. You did it. And Dave's like, I, no, I, I, I don't remember anything. I don't, I don't think I did it. And I'm just, I'm not saying anything. I'm just like, I, I don't know. It must have gotten out. And this guy was so pissed. This guy sounds he immediately, like a serial killer. He immediately drove the boat to the dock and had us all go home. Are you serious? Yes. <laughs> yes. That's the one time I was at Sailorville. <laughs> God. I'm like, this is a horrible reservoir. Is that guy dirty in fish? Now? I don't. I don't even remember what his name was. He he was only at, at at Channel Five in Des Moines for a couple years. Good on you. Th- get that fish back. Wow, like, I, see, listen, I thought you would go. I really thought no, you would be like, you can't do that. I'm all for good sports sportsmen. You know, fishing, hunting, mm-hmm. all that stuff. But you gotta like, you gotta do it in like a humane and like you can't ju- like that's just torturing that fish. That's see, that's what I thought. I got a real problem with that. I don't like that. I felt bad for the fish, and I felt bad for myself because I'm trying to relax, and there's just... You did the right thing, Hassel. That guy is probably in a penitentiary somewhere right now. Welcome to the program. Anywho. NFL draft. Recap that. Uh, Just the one of the craziest photos I never thought I'd see. I can't get out of my mind. I want to talk about... I do want to lead today. Uh, and this was not on our rundown. Have you seen? Of course, we, we're partnered with, and we're we're circa guys. That's where we place our bets. But there is a Cyhawk line out there. Have you seen it? From no. FanDuel has released a Cyhawk point spread for the football okay. game. So you've seen it. I have not. Take a, just a stab at it real quick, and then we'll talk about it. I just saw this last night. Okay, the game is in Ames. Yep. Um, I always got Cade McNamara. You Lost got a the, bunch of players off the good defense. You got the cap on the off uh, on the offensive coordinator. We got that storyline. Oh yeah. Oh right. Yeah. They need Iowa State points. now has a special teams coordinator. Just and got that Iowa's kicker got from Pepper. Nebraska. Iowa State um, won last year. Iowa State won last year, ten seven, and really just a horrific worst year of the Campbell era. Beat Iowa. <laughs> And then didn't win again. Um, I would say Iowa minus three. You know what, I, I, Hassel? I would have leaned somewhere with you. Iowa State minus one and a half. That's interesting. It is. I think 
it's probably more of a commentary from the odds maker on Iowa State probably than Iowa. I mean, even in their losses last year, towards the end, it was kind of the season had kind of unraveled, but a lot of close losses. I think they're banking on a bounce back year from Campbell. That's the only thing I can make sense of that point. Have we with. seen any over-under win totals yet? No. I, I mean, I if I had to make one in Iowa State, I'm usually pretty good at this. I would put it at five and a half. Yeah, that that sounds about. Gosh, I would put it at six and a half, but I'm just going off. I'm not even going off the schedule. I'm just going off of what what I see for them this upcoming season. I, boy, if they only win five games next year, yikes! I'm just saying, like, I don't know how you could put it a lot higher. You're right. Especially you're trying after to draw money last you're season. Not- but if you're if you're the odds makers, you say that they're betting on a bounce back year, and you no, think they're going to put it at five and a half. I'm saying, like, listen, you've got these two teams that don't score much, low possession games, great defenses. Iowa State's at home. Like, Here's I don't think that they think I Iowa to State's going to be terrible, and we know pretty much what Iowa always is. So you know the the the, the rules are changing this year in college football where the clock is no longer going to stop for first downs unless it's the last two minutes of the half of the game. I was reading an article that they believe that this is going to take, you know, seven, eight minutes off the actual game length. And it's going to cut out eight to 10 plays during the game. That That's going to be less opportunity for Iowa just get to that 25-point mark. I think you're going to see, I mean, it's it's fewer plays. You're going to see fewer points, right? Probably. I'd also make a point that maybe it, the 25-point mark is a different conversation. I would think it would favor a team like Iowa who wants to shorten the game anyways, right? But not when, you're, when you have to score 25 <laughs> points to save your yeah, job. That's what makes it so interesting. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> of all Listen, the years to put this in, it's it's this year where there's a rule change that's going to shorten the game. Can I make a point on this this the rule changes real quick that I wish more people were yelling? Yeah, we're, we're we don't we know the games are long. We the football part is not the problem. It's all the damn media timeouts. Yes. Non. That is the problem. And I, I wish that somebody would stand up and scream at these commissioners like the game is not the problem. It's all of the damn yeah. media It's, it's the opposite of baseball. In baseball, the game the, was the problem. Correct. It was the pitchers taking way too much time to pitch, the the hitters taking way too much time to get into the batter's box, too many strikeouts, not not enough action on the base paths. It was the game for football. And and I've always said this, like the, the game length doesn't bother me that much in, in college football because we only get twelve of these a year. So I'm willing yeah, to absolutely. sit through a three and a half, three hour and forty five minute game when I only get 12 of them a year. And let's be honest, only about nine that are legitimate games. I actually don't like the the rule change. 
on the first down thing. Like, I, I don't like it. Why? I just wish they – because I, I just think it's unnecessary. It's – especially with college football now, it seems like there's much less – you know, and there's probably data out there to either support or deny. But I, I don't feel like we're in the spot where we were 15 years ago and Leach and Gundy were, you know, uh, doing it, – it feels like the sport is looking more like the NFL, and that's because the NFL has gone more like the, the college game too. They're throwing more. It's more of an offensive-oriented game, all that stuff. Again, like I don't think anybody in the stands who goes to these games or is watching on TV is like, oh, man – why are they stopping the clock after a first down mm-hmm. like that? Yeah. It's because the guy with the little white hat and the media right. guy, he's got to walk out there and go, Hey, everybody stop. That guy is the problem, yeah. but they want their money. You're at a game and the offense and the defense are out there on the field in the huddle, ready to go. And the red hat is standing out there saying, Nope, hold on. Nope. Nope. Can't go, can't go, can't go. And they'll they'll stand around for a little while in the huddle. They'll stand around. And then eventually the coaches call them back into basically a timeout huddle. So now it's we're going to see... Maddening. We're going to see less football. Yeah. The, with the same amount of commercials. fewer plays per game. Yeah. With the same amount of commercials. So the whole... Yes. I, I would argue they might even find a way to put more commercials in. Because... The shortening the game a little bit. They can still fill that three and a half hour TV window. Yeah, I I don't like it, but whatever. Well, how about the? It, it, it's the how same about the thing. One proposal, it's always Chris. been the problem with this sport, though. Nobody thinks about the good of the sport. It's all about money. Well, of course. The other proposal was to keep the clock running on incompletions. Yeah, Jesus. <laughs> Like, of any of our listeners, tweet at us, comment, whatever. Are any of you ever sitting in a game and being like, man, we're, we're seeing too much football here? It's insane. Mm-hmm. It's not the reason the games take so damn long. Eh, a little bit, maybe. It's because it's different. You know, back in, you know, back in 1950, everybody was just running the ball on every play, but we didn't have TV to worry about, right? Like, mm-hmm. Jesus, like, get up. It's just these guys, they're all at these fancy hotels and tropical locations eating steak for breakfast. Oh, we got to have a meeting. We got to all get together and have some more meetings. And then, like, this is not the problem. No. <laughs> not, no, not at all. I, let me give you a really quick example. This is going to go over the head of most of our viewers and listeners, but I think Jeez, you're not giving a, our uh, viewers and listeners much credit there, Chris. Well, okay, so I, I like auto racing, right? Oh, okay, yeah. So when you watch a Formula One race, which is mm-hmm. like one of the fastest growing sports in the entire world, definitely in the United States, there's no commercials. Like they'll do the side by side thing, and like, but the, like the action doesn't stop. Races take unless there's a huge wreck or rain or something like that. You're done in an hour and a half. If I watch a NASCAR race, there's four to five different commercial breaks per hour, and the race takes three hours. A what's point. a better what, what What's a better product in 2023? The growing product is Formula One. Yeah, that's the sexy, sleek one. And, and NASCAR. NASCAR's just they're same shit that they did in 1995. 
It drives me crazy. Now, Phil Parker's paw disagrees with you. He he has seen games <laughs> that have gone too long and have seen too much football. He said, the last three years, I thought, man, I'm seeing too much Petrus. <laughs> I will well, now, this sweats. year, you'll see him on the sideline getting in the ear of uh, McNamara. Iowa Meat Sweats wants a Miller and Williams anti-capitalism podcast. Jeez. <laughs> well, we weren't that. even planning on talking about this today, but I'm glad we did because that's good. Con- and it yeah, just it drives me crazy. It, I get what they're doing. They're saying we have people in these stadiums for too long. Like, it, it's really bad. It's a really bad in game product now. When I'm watching games at home, it's fine because I can flip over to another yeah. one during the breaks. Like, but like it, it's gotten really, really bad in these stadiums. I see what they're saying. We're trying to get these people out of here. But again, they go to watch the game. So trimming seven or eight minutes off of the actual playing time is not a good business model here. What are you guys doing? Find a way. You can still, you can still make your money. Just be more creative with it. And as you said, you're not trimming the fat. You are no. trimming the muscle. You are getting no. rid of not commercials. You're getting rid of actual plays. What we're paying to go see. Yeah. It's insane. Speaking of the fat, uh, so we had a bunch of people tweeting at us their pork loins from over oh the my God. from Fairway. They they gotten their meats. I made a pork loin last night. Look at that from Zach. Yeah, there Zach, is no fat on that bad boy. Zach nice. tweeted, throwing a nice nine-pound pork sphincter. From fairway stores on the smoker today. Mm-mm-mm. And then helmet Look guys. A little fairway stores Iowa pork loin on the smoker tonight. Hashtag yeah. not pork chode. That actually looks like it could be a what? pork penis. Holy, oh what my the hell was that, Van Winkle? <laughs> what? <laughs> what the hell is that? Brian tweeted a Reddit thread. It looks like a legitimate pork ass. Like pig ass. Be careful if that meat box ever shows up. I could see you putting that thing out on a platter and taking it out to the pool, boys. Hey, guys. You hungry? Hey, you want some uh, pork chode? No, it looked like a lot of people were smoking that fairway meat over the weekend, so good job out of you guys. Send, keep sending those uh, pieces of your meat to hassle. <laughs> uh, we'll get to the draft. The so Will McDonald goes to the Jets on Thursday night. Snaps. God, it Iowa seems like State's. so long ago. We haven't had a show since then. But I know I was shocked. By the way, I thought it seemed like there was momentum from the people I was talking to that they thought he would be in the first round. I did not think he would go that early. The real story here is this Iowa State New York Jets like love connection. Yeah, what's up? I don't know. But the photograph from the New York Rangers game on Saturday night of Brees Hall, Alan Lazard, and Aaron Rodgers, and then Neil deGrasse Tyson just, like, chilling at the Rangers game absolutely killed me. I was just dying be honest, when I saw that. I had no clue who Neil deGrasse Tyson was until someone tweeted that photo I thought Neil deGrasse Tyson was one of the guys in succession, the older brother <laughs> that isn't really involved in the business. I thought Connor. that guy's name was Neil deGrasse Tyson. 
So Neil deGrasse Tyson, when did this guy become? I know I I get it. He's like an astrophysicist, right? Yeah. How, how did he become? How did he get into pop culture? How did he get in the mainstream where somebody like well, you knows who he is? I mean, so he made a couple appearances, I think, on The Big Bang Theory, that TV show. Oh, well, no Twitter, wonder I don't know who he is. Twitter definitely is. He's been a very, um, I mean, not even that, though, Chris. He's got on, like, talk shows. Like, he's a guest on, like, Fallon, like, those types of things. He's become a just kind of a celebrity for, for He's all like our stuff. generation's Carl Sagan. He's like the expert in I, I don't know who astrology. Carl Sagan is either. Who's Carl Sagan? Is he like, another astrophysicist? Yeah. Have you ever heard of Bill Nye, the science guy? I've heard of Bill Nye, the science guy, yeah. Bill, 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 Bill. Bill Nye, the science guy. Yeah. He's like so, your adults, Bill Nye, the science guy, because he'll just like, if he disagrees with you, he'll just tell you to fuck off. What? Basically. Yeah, he's, he's very arrogant, I think. I mean, he's he's oh. incredibly arrogant. But he's... Matt, I mean, you. I feel like you're a little more in tune with this stuff than me and Chris. I mean, this this guy's wouldn't he be like one of the more famous like non athlete types, non movie stars in the world? Neil deGrasse Tyson. Yeah, he's kind of gained like pop culture celebrity because he's kind of outspoken, yes. kind of a weird guy, but he's very good on TV. That's kind of why he's famous. He goes on talk shows, like you said. And we'll talk about it, complicating things and make them interesting. Okay. Uh, One Pride Hawkeye says he's been on the Joe Rogan podcast a lot, and that's like the most famous, that's like the most popular podcast in the world. That's more popular than ours? Well, for now, but we're growing. Iowa's everywhere, man. I did, I my my buddy Mark Hanrahan, um, commented because I, I tweeted out that picture and he said I, I would love to hear the conversation between Aaron Rodgers and Neil deGrasse Tyson <laughs> well you know, they've Rod- both been on Rogan right I'm sure Rodgers has been on Rogan I think they're kind of opposite as far as not political but like you know um, Rogers is very like oh what is the what are the gods telling me today what is the earth trying to <laughs> convey to me mm-hmm. and then Tyson's all it's all science Whatever the science I wonder says, what we're going DeGrasse Tyson thinks about ghosts. I bet he's probably more open to it than you would think. Oh, stop it. Why, why am I getting DMs from people asking me to get you to come to some haunted house? Like, my DMs, I get like, hey, I hear Williams is interested in ghosts. I've got a 97-year-old ghost that lives with my grandmother. If he wants to come out and do a show... Well, we'll be glad to have you. Why, why do, are, do you not have DMs open? Oh, is it because you're I don't know. Mr. Twitter Blue? You don't have DMs open? It's uh, a conversation I had with Aiden, who interns with us, uh, comes to mind. So Aiden was my uh, designated driver for Size House of Trivia last week. Oh, nice I paid him. Yeah, it was good. We, he got paid. Um. And I I texted him the next Wait, day. Wait, hang on. Did, did you take that out of the Iowa Everywhere Fund to pay him? Oh, no. Him? No, it came straight from my Venmo. No. Okay. All right. And I said to him the next day, I go, I didn't do anything last night to get me canceled, did I? <laughs> and he responded, no, it was great. I had a really good time. Although the 
William Hung on the jukebox started to get a little bit old by the end of the night. And my response to Why him was... Why are you so obsessed with that William Hung guy? <laughs> he's phenomenal. He's an elite talent. Um, people, I like his positivity. He's a great inspirational figure in our in our popular culture. So my response to Aiden was, okay, brother, that kind of comes with the territory. You want to do this? You're going to have to put up with the William Hung hanging out at the tip top of names. It's just part of the deal. And my response to you would be, if you want to hang out with a huge celebrity in the ghost hunting world like I am, you're going to get some of these strays. I'm sorry. Like, there's nothing I can do about it. But why can't they just send it to you? I think like, that why, they why, want you to come Am to I it. your portal? Am I the portal into <laughs> your little ghost hunting garbage? I, I want to go on that hunt, though. That sounded fascinating. It was at Drake. The guy who sent that to you. Is that where it was? Yeah. It was on the campus of Drake. Speaking of Drake, they had their relays this weekend. Oh, boy. Feels like they never have good weather either, by the way. like every Yeah, it was year. like pouring. It was raining and cold on Saturday. So Van Wink's got a picture of the, the Peggy's tent up. I, I think it's fascinating, these Drake people. These people that went to Drake, let's just say like an Andy Fails, for instance, a Dave Zabolinski. They went to Drake. They can't say enough about the Drake relays. Just can't say they, they love it. People come back from all over the country to reunite at the Drake relays. They don't go to the Drake relays, though. They don't ever go in the stadium. They go and they stand inside a big white tent that's just packed with people, including a bunch of college kids. What? <laughs> this, these Why? Are great. Why? It's a homecoming Why? of sorts. But they talk, they like, oh, the Drake Relays is so amazing. It's so great. And I get that the Drake Relays, they'll sell out on Saturday, but... These people will drive, they'll come back from St. Louis and Chicago and Denver and to go stand. I've been in the Peggy's tent. The only good thing about the Peggy's tent is that you're in the process of getting drunk while you're in it and you start feeling a little bit. But man, it is cramped. It's it's usually cold. You're going and there's porta potties, there's people puking, there's college kids going crazy. It's a, it's a really weird intermingling of college kids with old people, like Walters, John Walters, who went to Drake. Walters goes to the Peggy's tent? Oh, yeah! You haven't been to the Peggy's tent with Walters? No. I've, I, I've only been to the relays twice, and it's because I had to go for work. I just don't care about track and field. It's not that I, well, I think no, it's No, but that's cool. the thing. They clearly don't either. I think it's a cool thing. They have like their own unique event that they are, but like you're saying, like that it's it's the it, it's the event around the event. It was kind of like when we had Visha at Iowa State. I mean, you had like See, I, and I don't understand. I, I don't really get what Visha was. I I I heard about how it got canceled. Like what what exactly was Visha? Okay, Matt's gonna be better at this than me too. But I, what it what it stands for. 
is it's an acronym for all of the different colleges at Iowa State, and they have like these festivals to celebrate their colleges. It's like so a, it was like a, it was like a uh, veterinary. Uh, oh. to help engineering, engineering industrials, liberal science. arts and sciences. Like yeah, they they all have like their own thing. Home but economics. what they did hassle is they had a giant parade. There's like food trucks and stuff all over campus. It's just like a celebration. And and then they always have the spring football game. Like this had stuff going on. Mm-hmm. But nobody really ever cared about that. It was all about just getting bombed at house parties and just getting ha- – as far as like the younger people goes. Now, I'm sure there's like academia types that were very excited about, oh, we're going to have a lecture at 10 o'clock. We're going to have a lecture on – the future of engineering, yeah, right? Whatever. But so man, the re- majority of it was. What was it that happened? Like there, somebody started a riot and then they, oh, they started riots. turning yeah, over cars? A lot of riots. Oh, yeah. Do you remember David Irving, former Dallas Cowboy? He ripped that stop yeah. sign out and was carrying yeah. it around town. What? I don't he, know ripped he ripped a stop it. sign out? Somebody ripped the stop sign out. They tore it down and David Irving was carrying it around campus. There's. <laughs> There's a famous photograph of that. That was his exit from Iowa State, I believe. I mean, that was when Rhodes was like, I can't do this anymore. Jeez. There it is. There's David Irving in the stop sign right there. It's iconic. Yeah, he's loving it. It's right outside of the fire station. Been there a million times. Yeah, yeah, but I, the thing is, it's like there's all this cool stuff. Like it's actually good stuff going on campus. You got parades. It's good for the economy. There's, uh, and it just turned into how drunk can we get for? And it was like a week long thing. So like on Monday nights, it's like you listen to the police scanner and it's just kids streaking. Like just so I get it. It's kind of like that for them. Coming back and seeing friends. You went to, where did you, St. Ambrose? You don't have any friends from St. Ambrose. <laughs> Nobody ever did anything there. You wouldn't get it. You're well, the worst guy to ask about this. Listen, well, I'll, I'll say that. St. Ambrose, there's a lot of uh, shenanigans that would go on at St. Ambrose, but I wasn't a part of them because, as I've said before, I did not drink in college. I did not partake. I was, all I did was I called basketball and football games and I interned places and I worked places and I did my schoolwork because I got all of my shenanigans out of the way in high school. So when I got to college, I was like, I, I'm a, I'm a, an adult now. <laughs> nice. It's like a St. Ambrose promotional photo that you found, Matt. That's the St. Ambrose rager over the weekend. Now they would have house parties and such. Oh yeah. Oh they did. I I I knew people that uh, they went out every night at St. Ambrose, but there wasn't like a visa. But I would I would make the point to to defend Drake's to defend Drake here. They don't really have football. I mean they do, but nobody cares. Mm-hmm. Let's just be honest. I'm not saying the relays isn't this a This is really like their homecoming. unique event, but it's just it's weird to me that like you just hear these people all year long. Oh, the Drake relays, the Drake. Oh my God, the Drake relays. Oh, I can't wait for the Drake relays. And no one, none of these people that I know anyway, they've never gone inside. They've never once said, <laughs> you know what? This year, 
let's just go in and check it out for like an hour. <laughs> no, they will never go in. I, I, I know a, a person. I'm not going to say the person's name. Fails? No. Dave? No. They got so drunk. Oh, it's definitely Dave. On Friday. I woke up Saturday and I had a a video message that I got at 4.30 in the morning. Joey Donnie. Video message of this person walking the dark streets of Des Moines back (laughs) to where they live. Six and a half miles. Because this person didn't was too cheap to get an Uber. And just started walking and walking and walking. The person called me an hour and 45 minutes into this walk home. At like four in the morning, they're calling you? Yes. No, no, didn't call me. Sent me a video message to document what was going on. Can you you imagine getting sloshed at the Peggy's tent, having 10 beers and five shots, and then walking six and a half miles home how long is peggy's open i think probably till two my god we'll give a shout out to our great american farmers courtesy of our friends at channel seed now these these shout outs have been a big hit yeah people love them well i'm telling you man there are hundreds of people planting their corn right now listening what did you call it last week sodomizing the soil no, you called it that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's the the amount of farmers that listen to podcasts now for entertainment, especially this time of year, is right up there. I mean, it's, it's we're we're a hit. Did you know that forty four percent of Iowa corn produced is used for ethanol production? Little stat of the day. Okay, tell right me there. again. All right, teach me a lesson here. What's explain ethanol? You guys can get that at gas stations there, right? Yeah, I mean, it's like, like an ethanol blend. Corn-based fuel. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's over my head, too, but it basically it's better for the environment. We don't have that option for the environment. Here, I don't believe. It's an E88 cleaner burning fuel. Yeah, I thought it was E85. Well, there's, there's an E85. It's like E15. And then there's super unleaded, which is ethanol-based, and it's usually a little cheaper. Let me ask you this. You do either brought one of to you by Channel know, Seed. Say that again. I said I, all this is brought to you by Channel Seed okay. before you move this on to whatever your, is in it's, your head. But I'm talking fuel here. I'm talking okay. fuel. <laughs> either one of you guys have like a car that you care about? No. No. That I care Red about. Wink? Yeah. What do you mean <laughs> that we, that we care about? Like that we own? That we like? Or that we want yes. to buy. Oh. Not like, that like my, you're, you're going to stick your tip in the tailpipe and go to town. My dad I'm, I'm, has a Mustang that he is in love with. Like a car like that. Is that what you mean? A car. I'm just saying a car that you really care about. I, what I'm asking here is when you go to the gas station, do you just get the cheapest possible fuel for that car and be done with it? Or you're like, you know what? I'm going to put I'm going to put 93 in this son of a bitch. No. Yeah. I, I always get the ethanol option. Always. Van Wink? 
if the ethanol option's available, I will always get it. But I usually just get the regular. I don't get any. So, pre- I don't get the premium they, for what you're asking. But they will tell you that if you have like a small engine type, so if it's like a lawnmower or if you have like stuff like that, like a well, snowblower. Lawnmower? Who's going to ride up to the gas pump in a lawnmower? Up. No, you don't do that. You have your little tank. And that that's where you're supposed to get the premium type for the small engines. For your car, your truck, okay. get the ethanol. Well, we got a we got a new car a few years ago, and they told us that we should be using the I don't know ninety one or something. Yeah, those people are just they're all yeah they're all in bed together. I they're made the mistake of putting it in hassle. a few times. Yeah, I. Do you remember Get the, the old? Do you remember the SNL commercial where it was a car that you could have sex with? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I thought. Like your your minds went there when I asked you if no. you guys had a car that you cared about. You're like, well, what what do you mean? Like, it's a weird like question that. to ask. <laughs> do you remember that commercial? No, I don't remember that one. I, it had a hole in the back near the trunk. <laughs> it did. This was like th- probably thirty years ago. Van Wink, see if you can track down that old SNL commercial where you can have sex with your car. What about the uh, Detroit Hawkeyes? We talked about the New York Cyclones. We got the how, Detroit how many, Hawkeyes. How many Hawkeyes did the Lions take this year? Three? I had it to two. Matt's oh, got geez, it. Well, Laporta. Whatever. Sam Laporta. So another Hawkeye tight end to... Because to, uh, they, they had Hawkinson. And then Jack Campbell as well. Yep. That was a stunner. Jack Campbell that high. Yeah. Wow. It reminded me of the... McDonald pick because you knew he was good. You just didn't think that they'd go that high. The uh, you were getting all amped up over the weekend because your Bears never draft Hawkeyes. Well, it's just unbelievable. It, it's been like this my whole life. All of the Iowa players seem to go to the other teams in the NFC North, whether it's Detroit, Minnesota, or Green Bay. The Bears one time, one time, they got James Daniels didn't work out but I think I I, over the last 30 years I did the numbers and I think the Packers and the Vikings have taken six Hawkeyes each and the Lions like five and the Bears one and a lot of them end up being great players yeah yeah you're right I mean you think of the the greenways but I had some pushback on it because it I was like, well, James Daniels. And then somebody was, was like, well, uh, he brought somebody up from like the 60s. I don't think some people realize how many of these Hawkeyes go to Green Bay and Minnesota and Detroit. And for whatever reason, the Bears don't get them. And it does suck because it gives you, you don't care about this as much as I do, but like I had real hard a real hard time well, see, when Lazard was one of the key guys for the Packers, being a Vikings right. fan. I'd hard. like to cheer for, if they were on the Bears. I'd like to. I would. That'd be great. I'd cheer for them. But like they go to the Vikings, I'm not going to cheer for them. Why? No, I get it. That's what makes all these Cyclones being on the Jets a lot of fun. Yeah, and they're like in key positions too. It's not like oh, they're a, the center. 
Right. You got your starting running back, starting wide receiver, and your starting edge rusher all Iowa State guys. And all Iowa State guys who were there for a while, too. It's not, you know, they're one and done or something so like that. My dad that. said like the Bears got Hilgenberg and Bortz. Yeah. N- neither one of those guys were drafted. They were undrafted. They were born in 84. Like, I mean, come on, Don. When he said O-line in 85, I think he's talking about they were on the O-line for the Bears in 85. They probably played for the Hawkeyes in like the early <laughs> 70s or something. And they weren't drafted. They blocked for Niall Kinnick. <laughs> Van Wink, did you find that commercial? I can't find it. God damn it. There's too many car skits from SNL. SNL. Apparently, this My Strange Sex Addiction show comes up a car. lot on the podcast. Oh, yeah. Somebody says it was... It was <laughs> I think I what just does everybody found it? always talk about this show for. Apparently, some guy was in love with his car. Let me ask you this, and I've never seen this show. Like the woman who ate the follicles of her hair that you were telling me about. Yeah. At what point do, does somebody in their life be like, "Hey, maybe you shouldn't go on this TV show. They're just laughing at you." I think at that point they were, maybe they were trying to get them to. Like this guy who's making love to his car. Shouldn't somebody in his life come into him and be like, hey, maybe you shouldn't take this to national television. But maybe they were thinking, okay, if we can get them on national television, maybe this will, you know, change them. Maybe they'll get the help they need. Because I didn't they wasn't part of it like you would get some help, like some kind of professional would come in and be like, Okay, Christy, you can't never eat all show. of your hair. <laughs> Uh, David, I know you like your car, but you can't like you can't have sex with your car. You can't do that. It's bad for you, and it's bad for the car. Shout out to our friends at Circus Sports, Circus Sports Iowa. Introducing the oh. Chameleon XLE for 1993. He found it. Finally, a luxury car that doesn't look like a luxury car. Inside, the Chameleon XLE has everything you would expect in a luxury sedan of its class. Soft leather seating, a contoured instrument panel, and fine wood. But there's more. So much more. Authentically distressed fenders give way to a partially padded roof of blistered vinyl. While under the hood... I don't think this is it. Damn it, I'm, I, I'm sorry. I don't think this is it. This is still funny. It is funny, but I don't think that's the one where they... You had sex with the car. God, I, wish, I can't believe I can't remember that commercial. Oh, well. I'm sorry. Yeah, we have something to shoot for on Thursday, I guess. Yeah. Uh, I, I, that's that's my fault. want to give a shout out to our friends at Circa, Circa Sports Iowa. So they, they sponsor my weekly Chris Williams podcast that I do here on Iowa Everywhere. I had a really fun one, Hassel. I, I don't know if you've gone back and listened to it from last week. So our buddy Jason Luch mm-hmm. joined me. And we talked about like the inside like business of horse racing. So mm-hmm. the post draw for the Kentucky Derby is today. And the the Abba family from here in Ankeny, uh, they have two horses in for sure, and they might get a third in, because a lot of times these horses like drop out, like you know, injuries or there's various reasons. There's usually one or two that drop. So they're like the next one in to get three horses in the Derby, which is really unheard of. That doesn't happen very often. 
And the we did this. I did this podcast with Jason on the business of horse racing, and it was fascinating to me because it's like you know they call it the sport of kings, and clearly I'm not invited to to that stuff because I would just embarrass everybody like me showing up in my shit kickers and like you know like I, it's just that that <laughs> I don't understand this world, and it was the like. The whole like process behind it and everything that they go through throughout the year to get these horses in the Derby just blows my mind. I'm more interested in that. I think I am in the race, right? Like it, I, I don't get too hung up on the Kentucky Derby every year. Although I will, I am going to go out to Prairie Meadows this week. I think, um, I think Murph's going with me. I think we're going to go and bet on the ponies on Saturday. But I, I, everybody should check that out. Even if you're not into horse racing, it's a podcast that. I tried to make interesting for everybody because it's taking you inside of this world that, like, you know, like 0.1% of human beings ever are able to see. I'm be honest with you. I didn't listen to a single word you, you said. You were watching a guy make love to a car. Did you, could you hear it? No, I couldn't hear it, but I saw you laughing like a seventh grade girl. <laughs> I, I just I had to find it. So I found it. And hopefully Van Wink will be able to put this on. It was called the Mercury Mistress. <laughs> Van Wink, you got it? A parent automobile is something to be admired, respected, even adored. It's an extension of you. You love your car so much, you want to share your most intimate moments with it. Well, now you can. Introducing the new Mercury Mistress, the world's first car that you can actually have sex with. Rich leather interior and fully digital dashboard display give you luxury on the inside, while a sturdy alloy frame and new pair of shock absorbers ensure a smooth ride and top performance on the road and excellent handling even in the most severe weather conditions. <laughs> Motor Trend Magazine says, with its superior rack and pinion steering and anti-lock disc brakes, the Mercury Mistress handles like a freaky European gymnast. <laughs> handles like a European gymnast. I love how they blurred out the hole. Our podcast audience will have to go back and watch on YouTube. Yeah. Thanks to Phil Parker's paw, who is also helping us out. He said, was it the Mercury Mistress? Yes, it was, Phil. God, that was... The, my, my favorite part might have been, for, for whatever reason, car commercials in like the 80s and 90s, they would... Sta- and it was also like mattress commercials. They would stack up all these uh, like champagne glasses, and they would pour the champagne down into the glasses, and it would kind of show that this car was that smooth. It was so smooth. This mattress was so absorbent. Like you could jump on one side of the bed. You could drive on a bumpy road. And this champagne isn't going to spill at all. So they put these glasses up on the hood of the car as he's (laughs) railing the car from behind. (laughs) And the champagne is is fine. God, it was so good. (laughs) Oh, God. Thank you, thank you, Matt, for uh, scratching my itch. Can you talk about the Derby now? Yeah, I love the Derby. 
Oh, I love it. Feels like you'd be a derby guy. Yeah, you know it's you know what's great about the derby? It's two minutes. Yeah, and that's it. And it's great. You know, it's all the everybody's pageantry. betting on it. Everybody's yeah. betting on it. It's horse. It's innocent horse racing. It brings us back to our our past. Now, I think it all really tails off after the Kentucky Derby. I think I could make a point that the getting the Triple Crown hit as many times as we have recently probably hurts the sport more. There's than no question. It, it was kind of like um, the Cubs finally winning the World Series. Yeah, I think that took a lot away from baseball because that the was home the run last chase team. too. Now you know that means nothing now as we yeah. saw with Aaron right? Judge last year. And it it was incredible when it happened. And it was awesome to see that first Triple Crown winner in however many years, 34 years. That was about 10 years ago now. But yeah, but Kentucky Derby still has it. Kentucky Derby is still awesome. I love it. I, I love, uh, I used to talk to Hammer and Hank Goldberg oh, cool. on HQ every year leading up to the Derby. He, he passed uh, away, right? He did. Yeah. yeah. Um, Shout so out to another icon in that world. Mike Shannon passed away yesterday from the longtime Cardinals radio voice. Yeah, St. Louis Institution. Yeah, man, he was awesome. I got to, I got to have beers with him one night at spring training. It was. What, one did of he have a Budweiser? Beachwood Age Budweiser. <laughs> it was great. One of the highlights of my career. We're Maybe losing these that. old school. I know, man. It sucks. Just drink on the job. Yeah, like, uh, allegedly, it's not allegedly, it's true. Like, if you would cover a game at Kinnick Stadium or Jack Trice Stadium back in the day, like, they'd bring you beer in, like, the fourth quarter. Hey, you want a Budweiser? Hey, Randy Peterson, you want this Bud Light? Hey, uh, you know, Zobble. I'm pretty sure. Start drinking on the call. I'm pretty sure. So, remember the... Of course you do. The Mediacom announcer wannabe contest that me and Bloom won back yeah. in 2005. And we were able to go into the booth and call a few plays. Like Bloom went to Iowa State, called some plays during that. I think it was that tornado game. And I went to Iowa and I called some some plays of the, it was 2005 against Minnesota. They just killed them. And I'm pretty sure that someone in the fourth quarter brought in some beverages for the crew while the game was still going. Pretty sure of that. Not 100%. Not saying who partook. I'm just saying I think that happened. I'm okay with this. I am too. Come on. You're not driving. You're just calling a game. People now, sitting the there watching the now, game are drinking. You know, now it's you worry about the getting canceled thing. You get a little loose with your lips. Yeah, but if you don't get loose with your lips, you're good. Yeah, that's true. But I mean, if you can handle your your out in Iowa right now, I don't know if that'd be the best thing to do. <laughs> well, I, no, it's uh, my guess is that was almost twenty years ago. My guess is that hasn't happened in at least ten years. <laughs> You gotta, yeah. You gotta. Peters, uh, are you not? Are you as fascinated by it as I am? Like I talked to Randy Peterson about this. Like before the internet and computers, like how these guys did their jobs. Like it's fascinating to me. They would like write their stories down and call it to the newspaper from the press box. 
They had like typewriters. I mean, it's fascinating to me. How about how in local TV, when I was there, when I was in Des Moines, there was something in our like HR handbook that said we were allowed between the 6 and the 10 o'clock sportscast or newscast, whichever one you were on, you were allowed to go home and drink. You just couldn't be drunk. It would. It said that in Seriously? the handbook. Yeah, but like these old school guys. Like I'm sure Walters has all kinds of stories back in the day. But like 20, 30, 40 years ago in local TV, I mean these guys and you know these sportscasters were huge stars in their markets. Yeah. yeah. You would do the six o'clock news and then you'd go out. You'd you'd get just shit faced and then you'd come back and you'd do the ten o'clock. It's crazy. It is. Man, that's crazy. Those were the days. Uh, a couple other things we want to get so you you brought this up last week, we didn't get to it. So there's another two guys named Chris show. Ooh. Oh, yeah. I had no idea that this existed. I didn't either. Now, they use the 2GNC, like we use that on a shirt. But they actually, we spell out the word 2, T-W-O. Yeah. They use the number 2. Now, we're so all about a, AP style here. So, the reason I found out about this was my mom's best friend got... Um, her, her daughter got her a two guys named Chris shirt for like one of our shirts. Okay. You can buy. You with me? Go to iowaeverywhere.com. You can click on the link and go find them there. Yes. So she, her daughter gets her this shirt for an early Mother's Day gift. And it's, it's one of those shirts that has the two GNC on it. Yeah. <laughs> and so she's wearing this shirt. Her husband sees her in this shirt and he goes, what the hell are you doing wearing that shirt? <laughs> he said, she says, what, what, what's, what's the matter? He said, those are the sons of bitches that cost more, that cost Morty his job. She said, what? She said, yeah. Morty. Who had the radio show on Hilton Head. Marty or Morty? Morty. <laughs> Those are the guys that cost him his job. That the, the, They kicked him out and put the two guys named Chris on the air in Hilton Head. And she's like, I don't, I don't think they're on in Hilton Head. He's like, oh, sure they are. They are. So she so he convinces her that uh, we are on the radio in Hilton Head. They have a cuz they have a house in like North Carolina and a beach house at Hilton Head. So, so he apparently knows some old school they have a mom, house in North Carolina and well, a house in Hilton, in Hilton Head, Head is in South Carolina. You know yes. my mom, she loves the cocks. I yes. know this. So he convinces his wife that we are on the radio in <laughs> at Hilton Head in North Carolina, and 
she calls my mom and starts like saying, and my mom's like, they're not, they're not on the radio in North Carolina. This is an Iowa thing. It's just, it's an, it's, it's called Iowa everywhere. They're not on the radio. Did these down two there. guys actually get Morty fired or I would so, guess that it so happened I, above them. So I look it up and sure enough, these two guys named Chris have like a syndicated program in the North Carolina area. Oh. So my guess is, is like this little old Hilton Head radio station fired old Morty because he was costing too much money, syndicated two guys named Chris. And this guy, this, the, the husband of my mom's best friend is friends with this Morty guy. And Morty's like just been cursing two guys named Chris for years. What are the chances? And, and he sees her in a two guys named Chris shirt. <laughs> And he still, he still to this day thinks that we are those guys (laughs) and we cost Morty his job. How old is this guy? Probably 65. Okay. Yeah. Now we're talking. Uh, How crazy is it that there's another two guys named Chris? I know. Because the whole point of our name was to pay, you know, we're paying tribute to two guys named Jim, the iconic radio show. And now we're. We're doing kind of what they did, just in a much more modern sense. It's the like, what are the chances that there's another show called Two Guys Named Chris? By the looks of it, they've been doing it a lot longer than we have. Yeah, man. The guys are older. And they've got a foothold in North Carolina, and they they kicked Morty to the curb. Poor Morty. I hope he's doing. It. We should try and get Morty on our show <laughs> to talk shit about the other two guys. Yeah, named we're the Chris. good two guys named Chris. <laughs> So, so I told the daughter who got my mom's best friend the shirt, I explained to her that that's a different two guys named Chris. It's yeah, not us. Yeah. And she said, ha ha, LOL. I'm not going to tell my dad that. It's funnier that he thinks it's you. <laughs> Just let him think it. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. All right, let's get out of here. What do you got going on this week? NFL draft is over. What's, well, I'm, we I'm, heading the to, I'm heading to the uh, the doctor after this. I had to accept a, a weird weird tea time at the doctor's office. Eleven forty five. What doctor. do you got? Uh, tetanus? Be- getting a tetanus well, shot yeah, again? It's possible. I had I had to go get blood work last week. This is just a regular checkup, physical. But if I didn't get in to this eleven forty five today, it was going to be like a month before I got in to to see the hear the results of my of my uh blood work matt thanks for uh checking it out you fa- you found a little bit more on the uh the uh morty situation i think his name is monty monty okay morty Look is this, this Mor- morty i was is trying the, to find a morty dad in seinfeld the, this is the only thing i could find yeah oh, popular no. hilton head dj monty jet switches stations oh, that- Poor bastard. So two guys named Chris cost Monty Jet his job in Hilton Head. Let's get Monty. But this is what we're saying, though. This is what we've been saying all along. These these corporate radio bringing these syndicated. They just fire all the local people and bring in the syndication. That's all they do. Yeah, we're we're free. We're with you, Monty. Yeah, we're we're Team Monty here. That's why we exist. God bless. Appreciate our friends at Fairway. 
sponsoring two guys named Chris here on Iowa everywhere. We are not a would syndicated have been, Would it have been funnier station. if his name was Morty? Yeah, well, that's what I thought, like, Morty? Like, I've heard of <laughs> Marty and people mispronouncing it and calling it Morty. But Morty, that's that's Jerry's dad's name yeah. in Seinfeld. Morty, Morty. Seinfeld. <laughs> I've been selling raincoats for 45 years! <laughs> Uh, I like the, and then you got George's dad and his cabana wear. <laughs> it's got all the moths flying out of it, going on the cruise. Ah, oh, God bless. All right, get out of here. Get you, hopefully that blood work comes back. Okay, right. I'll be thinking about you. Maddie Van Wink's production from the Channel Seed Studio. Nice investigative work today. Track well down done. the. Uh, the Mercury Mistress. We've and covered the, everything uh, from Monty making love to your car to <laughs> Neil deGrasse Tyson to the NFL draft. We we hit it all. He's Chris Hassel. My name's Chris Williams. Signing off. All we'll right. be back on Thursday. Have a good See week, ya. guys. Iowa everywhere.